Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's football's biggest week. I know it's Vegas and it's a lot of fun, but for us, it's, it's a business trip in a true sense. And we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. I think that's the mindset uh, starting today. The Chiefs are in their, their, what, their fourth Super Bowl in five years. While we might be under the radar, I guess, to people on the outside, I think the Chiefs are very aware that we're not under the radar at all. This is a Super Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at WarrenAllen.com. Super Week with Dirt and Sprague on 1080. We know we're seeing something special. The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Fan, the Odyssey app, 99.5 HD2, YouTube.com, and 1080 AM, the morning dial. AM radio. Uh, you can reach the show at the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. They shoot you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them for more information at VancouverFord.com. Spike Eskin of uh, Sports Radio WIP, although I don't think he's technically started yet. Uh, he ran WFAN in New York, worked for our CBS national company as well. He wants to get back into the take business, and uh, he has slid out of the corporate offices down into the studio where he will give off the hot takes in Philly uh, with Ike Reese in the afternoon because our good friend John Marks, uh, John Marks Media, left the company and he's doing his own thing now. He wants to see his kids and have dinner with his kids and working three to seven makes that incredibly difficult. Uh, he will join us, Spike Eskin, at 7.30. We got the mail sack to get to at 8.15, so get those mail sack questions in. Any and all questions are welcome at the mail sack. Uh, what have you guys been up to lately? What are hobbies you're getting into? Any questions you want to dive into, uh, you can send them into the text line, the Vancouver Ford text line, the YouTube comments, Twitter, what have you. I want to start the uh, second hour of the radio program with uh, the coaching matchup in this one. I'm I'm fascinated by a lot of elements of this game, Swigard, just from a matchup standpoint. And one of them is Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. Two offensive geniuses. Yes. And I asked a question last night on Twitter, at Dirt and Sprague, uh, X, whatever you want to call it, who is the better coach? Not, and this, I should have put, not legacy, not for their entire career. Andy Reid wins that, no problem. Right now, to you, who is the better coach? Seemingly started out entirely Andy Reid. I'll go check up on the status of this. But it was overwhelmingly Andy Reid. And a couple people, a couple listeners responded, easily Andy Reid. Handedly Andy Reid. And I thought I thought that was a very, not that it's the wrong pick, 
But interesting how quickly it was just all Reed, no Shanahan. Uh, it's hard in this game to I I kind of look at the coaching staffs as a whole because Spagnolo's going to be such an integral part what he's done with that Kansas City defense this year. I mean, he helped shut down the Shanahan offense in 19 yeah. in his first year as DC. Exactly. So, uh I do like Andy Reid in this game, one, he's not that Shannon has been there before, but he's been there so many times now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's, at least he seems outwardly, I don't know as much about Shanahan. But he's he's far more receptive and inclusive to ideas from whoever and whenever up and down the team uh, to, to try and take advantage and find, you know, ways to gain an advantage in a game. Kyle's Kyle's really scripted. They like to have their game plan going. I I, I think Reed's more likely in the course of a game to scrap something and try something different. Why do you feel that way? I don't know. I don't know if it's just his his own personal nature, but because one of his reputations, Andy Reed, for a long time, and 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 I think it still sits with him a little bit for people, is that hey, it's you know fourth and four, and unless Patrick like absolutely will not get off the field, there's still people that believe Andy Reid will punt. Right? We talked about that going to the Lion game. Who's going to blink on fourth down? And Dan Campbell going all, he's all in on fourth down, right? Why kick a field goal and tie the game? I'm going for it. We're winning the game. Josh Reynolds drops pass. I I just, I think some of that, you know what's interesting to me is when when we talked about Shanahan in this run the Niners have had where they've what is it? Four out of the last five, they've been in the NFC yes. title games. They've been to a Super Bowl. They lost to Andy Reid and the Chiefs. It, I, I remember saying a few weeks ago, it's very reminiscent of Andy Reid and Philly, where you, you know he's good. It's not really a question of how good he is. Whether he's one, two, three, four, I, I don't know where Kyle Shanahan registers for most NFL fans, but he's got a little bit of the Philly Andy Reid stuff. You know he's good, yet he didn't break through. He got to one Super Bowl. Kyle got to two. And there's a really good read on NFL.com of how they're kind of mirroring each other, except right now Kyle is in his Philly days. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that means Kyle's going to go to another team and, you know, find his quarterback. Mike Sando, I thought, wrote a really good piece of how the Chiefs built their team is sustainable and how the Niners have, like, stayed here isn't lucky, but it's also not very sustainable. They've swung and missed greatly in the draft, going after Trey Lance, not even really scouting or paying attention to Patrick Mahomes, who was readily available for them in the Solomon Thomas draft, but instead they had to have another defensive lineman. Uh, He ended up being a bit of a bust. He's on like his third team. You could have got Patrick Mahomes. The only interesting part of this to me, because I think most people pick Andy Reid swag, was the responses to, well, Reed, Reed because he won on the road, Reed because in this game I think he's a better coach, and and, and I certainly could be, that can be true, but my response is kind of like, so if I gave Patrick Mahomes to Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy to Andy Reed, are we having this matchup? Are you picking Andy Reed to beat Kyle Shanahan if he has, and look, he could have had Patrick Mahomes, he didn't want him, he didn't scout him the way Kansas City scouted him. But I, I just I think sometimes it does boil down to that. That Andy Reid is all time great. Like 
one of the greatest coaches to ever coach football, Andy Reid is there. I thought he was kind of in that category even before winning a Super Bowl because what he did in Philly was so special. And then he won the Super Bowl, and then he won another Super Bowl, and he might win his third title, and that just cements the legacy. I believe he'd become the sixth coach all-time to win three. Let's see, Belichick. You got uh, Knox, Uh, Belichick, uh, uh, um, Walsh. Walsh, uh, uh, Cowboys, uh, blanking on him. No. No, you're right. They only won two in the 70s. That's right. Landry had two. Jimmy had two. So maybe it's... Barry had one. I saw this down on NFL.com. It's either five or six, but he'd be joining rarefied air in NFL history. But sometimes it boils down to you got the better quarterback, too. That, that that matters in the equation. Certainly like, in today's game. Well, I thought this was an interesting point that they they this listener Dustin chose Reed because Kansas City went on the road against the two seed, went on the road against the one seed, and that was an amazing feat. They were an underdog at Baltimore. A lot of people picked against them. They were Baltimore. They were uh, a slight underdog at Buffalo. I picked against them. They win. But I just I think some of it too is how much is the quarterback dictating these terms versus if you don't have that generational uh, quarterback. One of the great stories in NFL history with the draft is that during the year that Mahomes was coming out, and the Chiefs were kind of way back. I think they traded up ten spots to get him, so like in the twentieth range because they were a playoff team with Alex Smith. One of the great stories is the general or not the general manager. But the assistant GM, who I believe is now the GM now, every single day, he left a note on Andy Reid's desk. Every single day. Hey, Mahomes. And it'd be like Mahomes' stat line. It'd be Mahomes' tape. And eventually, Reid came in and saw this and called him. And was like, hey, man, I get it. You really want this guy. You don't have to do this anymore. I got the message loud and clear. <laughs> and then Reid scouted him as well. And then Reid, of course... Smart, great yep. mind. Said that kid has a cannon. Looks like he can do some things. He can improvise the best of them. And they hit a home run. But like even in Andy Reid, sometimes those guys don't even see it. It takes that other voice, that yeah. other pair of eyeballs to go, yo, there's this kid. And then Reed's alerted to him and he goes, Yeah. Yeah, you were right. I I think I think that's one thing when Andy got to Kansas City. I think he's a lot more open to ideas, information, concepts, and ultimately it's his responsibility to figure out how it all comes together into a team and a game plan. Do you think in Philly he was not the opposite but a little more stubborn or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I definitely feel that way about Kyle Shanahan. I think Shanahan. I think Kyle's, uh, you know, he's obviously was ingrained with his father. and I comped him, I told Nimick this. I comp him to like the coaching equivalent of Manning. And I don't mean that to say, like, oh, he's a top three coach of all time. What I mean, though, is sometimes your genius gets in your way. Sometimes you're so smart yeah. that you you kind of outthink the moment. And he he did that against Green Bay. Well, I, I can't give him the ball back. Dude, there's four minutes left in the half. You might get two possessions here. But you coached it so scared of having Jordan Love have the ball that you moved 40 yards in four minutes. That and then you missed. You had your field goal. Was he blocked the field goal? That's that's atrocious. Yeah, you're outthinking the room. You're thinking too hard here. 
But he's, you know it, what his genius is in offense, what his philosophies are, and how successful they can be because, well, he did it with Jimmy G, and here he is doing it with Mr. Irrelevant. But I think the element you're hitting on is a, it's a very valuable one and one that I want to see if it plays out in the Super Bowl. Many think it's just going to boil down to, well, it's Mahomes. They got Mahomes. Yeah, but does Reed make a pivotal decision? Is Reed going to be more flexible versus Shanahan? How scripted is it going to? We know it's going to start scripted. Is he just going to abandon the run game? Is he going to stay with the run game? Even if it doesn't have success, there is an element of Shanahan where sometimes he gets in his own way. And I I cannot wait. I mean, I'm a nervous wreck about it, <laughs> but I cannot wait to see if it plays itself out in the Super Bowl. Even the Lion game, bit odd. Bit odd their two playoff games they've had. I totally understand why people would take Kansas City. Like, what the hell is this? Are you the team that barely beats the seven-seeded Packers at home and needs this great comeback? Or did you just play bad football back-to-back weeks and now you got two weeks' time, 12 weeks, 12 days, whatever it is, and you figure this out? It's, you know, the quarterbacks are important, obviously, but this is the matchup of matchups. You got two great offensive minds Andy Reid going for his, th- his third one, and Kyle Shanahan looking to exercise those demons in this one and, and win his first one. So uh, just an interesting matchup in general in a lot of positions. Coaching, I think, kind of takes the cake given everything we've seen with Reid and Shanahan in their career. We'll get some audio. We got Spike Eskin at the bottom of the hour, the mail sack at 8.15. Dirt and Sprague back with more on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think it's a good one from Martin Coach. Greatness often tied to a great player. 
And that's the other element. That that's kind of my point. It's like it's it's not to take anything away from Reed. I I love Andy Reed. Somebody said I think uh, Reed's players are run through a wall from him, and I I I kind of think some of that is well, he's he's the happy fat guy. I mean, he seems like the likable, lovable character here. Like, oh, I'm just Andy Reed. Give me your chicken nuggies, you know. Like <laughs> Shanahan's more intense. Yeah, he's got the nice haircut. He's dressing more trendy, and he's like. No, we run our stuff, and we only run our stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he's more buttoned yeah. up and operational that way, whereas it kind of feels like Reed, and he doesn't, but it feels like Andy Reed just kind of trots it out. He's got some mad scientist to him. He does. He does. But I think it's also, give me your chicky nuggies, that makes him more lovable. Of course. Uh, but I, I generally agree with that. Like, you got to have the great player. It's, it's not to take anything away from the coach, but the Kansas City Chiefs aren't doing this unless they – have somebody find Mahomes at Texas exactly. Tech and say, Andy Reid, we're taking him. And he's like, well, okay. Like, that's what it takes sometimes. Uh, all of the matchups you could go through, and there's certainly something to talk about through the rest of the week. It is only a Tuesday. But that that really is up there for, for one of my favorite ones. That and the kicker. I don't know why I'm so fixated on this kicker thing, but I'm just afraid it's, it's going to— a two-point spread. Well, right. I'm just afraid it's going to rear its ugly head. Jake Moody, 45 yards out. Niners down one. Seven seconds left. No timeouts. Moody for the win. I'm feeling like that's going wide right, Bob. If it's Butker, I'm I'm looking the other way, and I'm emotionally ready to maybe start crying and saying, oh, he won again. I, I think, one, it's a controlled environment. So I'm not as worried about that. Now, I don't know what Moody's range is. Butker, I'm fine if they put it down at midfield in a controlled environment. If he's loose and limber, ready to go from 60. Going from the 60-yard game-winning they need field one, goal? Yeah. I'm, I don't know what Moody's range Could is. Could you imagine if Butker did kick a game-winning 60-yard field goal at a Super Bowl? It'd be Man. insane. Yep. Uh, but I don't think Reed will hesitate if it comes down to that, if that's what it is. He'd run him out there. Yeah, I don't. That yeah, I don't. I think Andy Reid would just trust his players. Like, let the players make the play. Call the best thing you can, and if that guy's got that leg, then let him do it. I I misspoke. I I don't know why I called him Chuck Knox. Yeah, you were in some Seahawk thing there, apparently. Uh, Chuck Knoll. Chuck so Noll. here are the only so thirteen coaches in NFL history have won multiple Super Bowls. Yes, only four. Have won uh, at least three right. Lombardies. Belichick. Belichick. Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll. Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. Uh, 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 uh. Who I, else got? I, I told you the name during the break, and we largely forget about him because somehow a couple teams won and we overlooked them. Hmm. Think 80s, early 90s. 80s, Parcells? early 90s. No, 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 no. He no, got no. two with the Giants. Yeah. Oh, Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Of Joe Gibbs Racing. Yes. Joe Gibbs, largely forgotten about in this conversation, but yep. really damn good. John Riggins, the Hogs. I think he did it with three different quarterbacks, didn't he? He did, yeah. He had Doug Williams. One of our listeners said he's the only quarterback to do it. Or the only coach. Or coach, yeah, sorry, to win three different yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, Gibbs, yeah. he had Rippon, and Theismann got the first one. Theismann, Doug Williams, and I think Rippon, yeah. yeah. Those are his three quarterbacks. But, I mean, look at that. He was winning in the era of I mean, the 80s were the Niners. Yep. 
And then the early 90s was the Cowboys, and he somehow got three in the middle of That was back when the NFC East was owning stuff. Like, you go back between the Cowboys, the Giants, and and Washington at the time. I mean, seemingly. Yeah, because Washington and the Giants and then the Cowboys had their little 90s run. Yeah, how about that? They all won some multiple, uh, multiple. Well, no, did the Cowboys win one in the, Cowboys didn't. They didn't win one in the win 80s. Win one in the 80s. I don't they won believe two so. in the 70s yeah. and three in the 90s. They were close in the 80s. They were in it a ton. I mean, the Niners had to get yeah. past them to eventually start their run. So they were like the team to beat because of what they had done in the 70s. So, yeah, Joe Gibbs gets largely forgotten here. I, I, this is sad to say, and it kind of dates me a little bit. At this point in my life, I think I identify Joe Gibbs as much with race car, <laughs> race cars uh. as I do football. As nuts as that might sound yep. out loud, Joe Gibbs racing. Are you darn right? Uh, we'll see if Andy Reid gets his third. I mean, it certainly would put him in the conversation. I know for many, you can't beat Belichick because, well, he's got more. I I don't. I think the conversation's more nuanced than that, personally. And some people think it's a credit to Belichick that his coaching tree's so bad because it's like, look, you can't duplicate what he is. Yeah. I argue the opposite. I think when your coaching tree's expanded and you look over the, like, we we could have talked about this with Lombardi for an hour. If you went the Bill Walsh tree, for example, look how many names came from that tree. And then who learned from that branch of that tree? You know? In a way, I know they don't run the exact same offense, but in a way, Kyle Shannon's kind of tied to that a little bit. His dad, what he learned from him, and... You know, Holmgren for so Andy Reid. I mean, you got so many guys from the tree. I I think when you evolve in the sport, still incorporates a lot of your structure or your philosophies in ways. I think that's also it's a it's an interesting conversation to have Andy Reid if he wins his third Super Bowl, where he kind of is in the hierarchy and pecking order of all things. Uh, we have a lot to get to. We got the mail sack at eight fifteen, so get those mail sack questions in to the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, But coming up next, we talk a little NBA, a little NFL, a little all things. Spike Eskin, now Sports Radio WIP host in the afternoons. He's going to join us. I believe he's live from Las Vegas where he said it's an S show. Oh, it says he's on Radio Row. Well, I think he was on Radio Row, but he's flying out today. So Uh I don't think he was there for very long. But he's going to join us coming up next for the Daily Ticker. Spike Eskin on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Well, it might be a mistake here, Swigard. I'm I'm nervous for our guest because uh, technically... Still VP of programming for the radio station in New York and, you know, our partner CBS Sports. So I'm kind of talking to a boss right now, but I'm also like mentally assuming he's the WIP afternoon host. He's also the host of the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast that covers the Sixers. Uh, Spike Eskin joins us. Good morning, Spike. Are you in Vegas still? I am. I am. How's, uh, how's all uh, that going? I, you know, the worst place in all in our entire country so uh as a vacation i dislike it is a i think it's a proper home for this so i'm getting out of town today thanks oh god bless you for that one um i want to start with this i i asked this question on our show page last night i'm curious your thoughts not legacy not for their career right now who has the better coach the chiefs or the niners oh the chiefs. i i'm you know, it seem like, you know, at least Andy Reid doesn't seem like gotten older. He's gotten any worse. It just seems oh, no. as we get older with more information, get smarter. So I I don't know. I would say Andy Reid. How would you not say Andy Reid? Spike, can we call you? Can we call you right back? We have this like hang up. We keep it keeps cutting you out. And that's probably our board. Can we call you right back in just a second? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Dang it. I hate when that stuff happens. It's bad timing. It always happens to us, too. What are we doing here? Basic phone calls. Basic. Andy Reid. Interesting uh, last comment there. Like, how do you, how is it not Reid? Very valid points. Two Super Bowls, maybe a third. Reid's been great, man. Philadelphia comes from the Walsh tree, learned from San Francisco roots, and, you know, came close in Philly, came a quarterback short, got to Kansas City, took him two years, found the quarterback. Boom. Bada boom, bada bing. Uh, so hopefully we can get him on just a second here. Spike Eskin, uh, formerly running, well, still technically a W fan. I think he starts at Philly pretty soon here as the afternoon host uh, of WIP. So maybe we can hear his full thoughts there uh, uninterrupted. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's in an airport. Maybe it's just bad reception at an airport, uh, and that's what kind of did it there. But we've had luck like that before where we get these guests, and for some reason right when it happens. Do we got him back? All right, Spike, can you hear us? you fine apparently i'm the i'm the problem so i i hope i i hope i sound better now uh you sound a little better we'll play it by ear and just hope to god you don't cut out again so you said you picked andy reed there right yeah that's i heard that right yeah okay yeah i think so. yeah i think that's a pretty easy pick you don't think it is no i i, I certainly understand reed i think um i'd just be interested to hear what what it is if the niners win the game you know like and i i, I think kansas city and mahomes everybody's gonna pick them but you know, getting to four out of five in the NFC title game, been to a Super Bowl, back at another Super Bowl, doing this with Mr. Irrelevant, I, I think it's a worthy conversation just for the season, not necessarily the career here, because you can't compare to what Andy Reid is. 
Yeah, I, I also don't think you can make the career part go away for context. And I think it's fair to say that the Niners have probably the most talented in the entire league, which you can't, you don't want to take it away from Shanahan. Obviously, it's not his fault that the roster's so good. But you talked about Mr. Irrelevant. You know, Andy Reid has, has done good things with quarterbacks who are not Pat, Patrick Mahomes, too. So I don't know. It's, it's certainly a good question, but I think I'd have to default to Reid. I, uh, I, I actually thought of you because you're, you know, you're going back to Philly here. We're really excited for you. I'm happy for you. Uh, I know you do the rights to Ricky Sanchez. I've loved Joel Embiid this year. Dude's been he's been awesome. And to see what happened with the injury, uh, it's pretty devastating. Uh, Zach Lowe had a good point of kind of a generational big in a lot of ways. Like he's kind of a combo of, you know, a shack and, you know, hyper athletic guy that can move with the basketball. What, what's it, what's that been like last two days from your vantage point of, of seeing what happened to Joel Embiid? I think it's just sad, right? I mean, I think from a, uh, a talent standpoint, he, he, to your point, I, I don't think I've seen anything like him, you know, in my life. He, the other player that I always think about when I see Embiid is is Patrick Ewing because Ewing had such a soft jumper as well, which Embiid has just gotten better and better at that every year. And this year was like, like something I had never seen before. Uh, and I think it's just you have to at some point come to the realization that they're going to have to get lucky for him just because of – Body is and and by the way, Shaq is the exception in terms of health. If you're guys, a lot of big guys go through this. You know, you went through this, and Bill Walton went through this, and there's a lot of really talented guys that go through these issues. And it's just, it's a shame. Sort of seems like he has it go something like this. Do you think the Sixers are looking to be active on that? How do you think they're approaching the deadline here? Because it, by, Woj, I think, said this on the uh, Bobby Marks pod of just it seems like a lot of teams might not be th- – there's not going to be a very active trade deadline. Might have some trades, but not a very active one. How do you think the Sixers are approaching this? Well, I think I'll probably approach it in a similar way in that I don't think they were going to make a move, a big move, that did not have implications beyond – season so i always thought that if they were going to make a big trade whatever player that they were going to go for would have been when i'm in las vegas would have been there beyond uh and i think the same way and i sort of get this too that there probably any big stars that are moved at the deadline so um i i think generally they approach it the same way i think the biggest question is if they were going to trade for someone like demar derain's been brought up you know, contract is expiring at the end of this year. I think you have to be very careful with that. So, same way. Uh, Spike, I, 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 I hate to do this, dude, because I really want, I wanted to have you on the show. I don't, I don't know if we can keep going. You keep cutting out pretty badly. And again, I, I will just take responsibility on our end for this. And I, I wanted to say thank you for hopping on the show, but like the phone just keeps constantly cut. You keep dropping and dropping and dropping. And I know. It's uh, it, it can be frustrating on both ends there. So I'm I'm sorry about this, but can we possibly rain check it, possibly rain check it. Yeah, whatever you want, I'll do a landline next time. It's a brand new iPhone. What to do. So I apologize. I'm sorry. Well, that's the thing about those iPhones; they get you to buy the next iPhone by doing little things like this. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get up. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay. Uh, Spike Eskin uh, now WIP, but still running things for W Fan uh, for the time being. We'll try to get him on. A, uh, a landline, and the next time we'll get him on in just a couple days. And uh, so uh, apologies for that there. It just uh, It's hard to do it when he just... 
and it's very difficult. Uh, and I know he's not planning that. And, and I, he had some takes he wanted to get off uh, that I want to talk to him about. So our apologies there. Spike Eskin still in Vegas, flying out, though, as he says, because it's a hellhole there. It's a cesspool. The Super Bowl being there, uh, kind of fitting for him, to be honest with you. Uh, so bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer. Hate when this happens. Feel very vulnerable. Feel all alone right now. Um, I hate that swag. Yeah, it was tough. It was like it had like uh, like when stuff overmodulates. Sometimes the mic will cut out. Like if it gets too high, and it sounded like that. But might be my biggest pet peeve doing a radio show is when that happens. I know. And I I was he gonna felt f- bad too. And I said no 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 no. It's it's. We'll figure it out. No, Spike is Spike is great. He's always gotten back to me. He's always hopped on the yep. show when I've asked. He doesn't need to. He's a super busy dude, VP of programming, and now he's hosting in Philly. Uh, but he's always been really nice to us out here on the West Coast. Just bummed. I'm just bummed because I wanted to talk. I want to talk more Super Bowl with him. I want to talk about the NBA trade deadline. Uh, there's a team with a player on the team that I'm curious if he would, if he's rethought the position that he had, and a star player that I think's largely escaped criticism that most players in his position get. And that's Luka Doncic. Yeah. We, I don't know. He doesn't play a lick of defense. No, he doesn't. And he's amazing. I like Luka Doncic. I just, I don't know, man. Like, when you put him in a LeBron category. Settle down. Well, no, but. They, Easy, J-Kid. I heard that, too. Well, but. Settle you, down. J-Kid, do, he did it in the draft. They did it in the draft. He He's a six-seven dude who can dribble and score and, and you know, set things up. His team's pretty bad. Yes, they are. And I know Kyrie's been hurt, but, like, come on. <laughs> when you're doing the LeBron thing, like, that dude took uh, that dude took Larry Hughes to the finals. You know, I, I've seen <laughs> things done before. Uh, and I think Luka largely escapes most criticism. All right, there's the Daily Ticker. It's a shortened version. Uh, we'll dive into some NFL Media Day audio. We got the mail sack at 815. Dirt and Sprague back with more. Hopefully working all right on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's crunch time. Let's go! Where dirt and spray crunch the hot topics you want to hear. What's the pressure? Don't sit here and act like there's no... We get nervous teeing off in front of a gallery on the 10th hole at East Moreland. Crunch time. Brought to you by Crunch Fitness. With memberships as low as $9.99 per month. Find your crunch time in Portland, Vancouver, and online at crunch.com. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. Uh, we'll dive into Super Bowl audio coming up, top of the hour. Got the mail sack to get into. Got some mail sack questions written down. We'll answer. If you want to add any, you can on the YouTubes. Also, the uh, Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Uh, it feels like we're living in a, a little bit of a a hellish place right now here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, no, not because of the city, but because of the local team. Blazers wow. are in a weird spot. Yeah. I heard Jake Fisher on the Heat Check podcast say Portland views themselves like the Houston Rockets. That they're really they're they're better than people think. And 
instead of going and signing a Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, they've got them and Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Grant. That was what Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports said. So this is uh, sources internal to the Trailblazers that he's. That's what he is indicating. Yeah, it's what it kind of feels like to the general fan base. Uh, I want to add on that, by the way, if that is indeed accurate. And Jake Fisher's, I think, proven a pretty good track record. I'm trying to get him on the show this week. We'll see if it happens. The schedule's crazy. Uh, I'd like to point out that Houston is not even in the play-in. No. Houston is... They've won a few more games than the Blazers, but they're... uh, Yeah. Eight more. Yeah. They're a game out of the play-in. They're 11th. They're not even top 10. They are ahead of the Warriors. Yep. At least the Warriors have won titles. I, I just, it doesn't feel, and maybe maybe Woj breaks this news in an hour or on Thursday or Wednesday, but it doesn't feel like swag, they're moving pieces, or maybe they're turning the noise up to make teams feel more antsy, but I've been listening to a lot of national podcasts on this topic, and a lot of the stuff is, hey, the teams that need a player, they're sitting in positions where right now they got one pick. If they wait till July, they got three. So are you going to take on a contract? Malcolm, by the way, is going to have to get an extension if you pick him up. Jeremy's on a, what, a $160 million deal? Yeah, he got his big extension. Not every team has the finances to kind of wiggle that in. So the teams that you would look at as possible fits for a trade, they're sitting in a, do we make this move now or do we wait, evaluate the cap, and then we've got more picks coming in the summer. And I mean, that's why the deadline's been such a non-buzz is because teams are stuck, not quite good enough. There might not be a move that moves the needle enough to win a title. Like DeMar Rosen, he's a good example. That's a player that I think is good, could work on a team that needs to win. Does it do enough to go win a title? Well, now you take on the salary. What did you trade to get him? It's just a lot to weigh in, and Portland has made it known through local and national pundits, we're not really interested in moving Jeremy Grant at all, and we're not really interested in moving Malcolm Brogdon. So here we are in the first year post-Dame, even though you can certainly say they've been sucking for three years, and that's not inaccurate. Let's call it year one, just for argument's sake, post-Dame. Now you have said, all right, maybe we're not so bad. And the moment you have veterans that can contribute and want to be here, you're in kind of a weird no-man's land of, are we going to turn the roster over to the youth, or are we going to try to patchwork this thing together to win at a more competitive nature? I think what they're learning at One Center Court, not that they're learning, they've been here for so long, that, that front office and the ownership group, this city doesn't want to suck. No, it has a hard time being god awful for very long. And I've been saying that I've been saying this for three years. It's why I still kind of get upset that we just overlook the comment of you'll almost question how much we put our chips all in. They lied to us. They misled us and lied to us. Now, did it reach a point? Yeah, it did. And and they made the move. They they that's their choice. And that's okay. I don't think they would have necessarily won with Dame, but a swing is something I was pulling for. Well, now they, they've Scoot, and you have Ant, but you also have Malcolm and D.A., who's got a lot of experience despite his age, and Jeremy, who's got a lot of experience. They got this kind of weird mix of experience, but, like, 
the youth movement is going. And now the trade market doesn't appear, at least right now as we sit, doesn't appear to be a very big active one unless a team gets desperate. Maybe that's the Lakers with the hourglass emoji. The point is it feels like they're already pivoting out of this baby blazer thing in a way and saying, well, how can we build it up to be re- maybe be in the plan next year? And look, I there's a podcast on this. I was screaming this months ago. The Western Conference is open. It's not a good Western Conference. The Warriors are down. The Suns are iffy. The Pelicans are kind of iffy. The Mavericks are weird. The Lakers are old. The Jazz are kind of iffy. Like, when you go through the West, you trust Oklahoma City. I think so far you got to give Minnesota their benefit. They're not yep. going to win the title, but let's give them some credit. The Clippers, it's all about health. The Clippers is about health. And when they got all four of those surging. guys, they figured out how to play together. It's pretty scary. They got tested last night in Atlanta in a high-scoring affair, and they came through clutch, including Kawhi. And I'm going to ask Ken Barkley, by the way, on Thursday, one little, hey, you rethinking that Kawhi MVP thing, cuz. Guess what? It's getting louder. Yeah. And then the Denver Nuggets are still the Denver Nuggets. Sacramento's kind of weird. Houston, I don't know. Like, you look at the landscape. It's not like you can't compete. And so I was, I've been saying for months, you pivot out. I, I know it's not easy, but like you can win if you make the right moves. I think they're going to continue to play it the way they are. But it's just fascinating watching it locally where the noise is, they're not really interested in moving things the way that we all thought they were going to be once they traded Dame. That they're just okay kind of keeping this as is. And this as is is just very... Eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of that has to do with I think they thought the market might be a little better than it is. Also, the draft is becoming increasingly worse, it seems, by yeah. the day than it is getting better. And I think that changes the math a little bit. Cause if twenty five if twenty four is so bad, twenty five that's the Cooper flag draft is what it's known as. There's going to be even more players in that draft, and it's going to make 25 seem so much better than 24. But then, like, how many teams are going to willingly give up that, you know? It's just interesting watching the team building happening. You're seeing growth from guys during the season, but you're seeing still a bad team, but a bad team not willing to part because, well, they're not getting the assets they want. And I'm not saying go get the assets for the sake of getting the assets. I'm just finding all of this very interesting of the way they're building it, the patience they're showing, but also maybe this like wedge of youth and yet vets that can help them win because that's what they have right now. Ant, DA, Malcolm, and Jeremy. Those are four really good players that if built and having other pieces around them, they're at least competing in this in this landscape. I know that like they they're they're competing with the Jazz. They're competing with this weird Mavericks team. They're at least that level. They're they're probably at the Rocket level. They're within a game, a game and a half. But we'll see how they do it. Cuz I can tell you right now, it ain't Scoot and Ant. That ain't the duo I want to see. Shaden's been hurt, so we haven't been able to watch him the last few weeks. And hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, but the landscape right now in the league is not very hot on the trademark, trade deadline. And neither is Portland, according to national pundits and even locally. We've been talking about this now for a couple days of 
Maybe they're not moving those pieces yet. They're staying patient. They're evaluating. And it may prove to be the right idea. But also, if you view yourself as a team that can make a leap next year instead of sucking again, well, how is that? I'm curious to see how that math works of of team building and trades and movement and who is playing with who. It's certainly not boring. I mean, it's boring in the sense that they're not winning games. But it's certainly not boring in the way of watching it unfold in front of our eyes, the team building concept right now here in Portland, Oregon, USA. I don't know. It hasn't grabbed me yet. Well, it hasn't grabbed a lot of people because they're not winning. You're not even watching any of these games? I watched some of the Denver game Sunday night. But, no, I'm not, like, saying I got to get my butt in front of the TV to see what they're doing tonight. Yeah, because you've lived here your whole life. And it's like, yo, give me something to root for. Give me something to be excited about. Uh, That is uh, Crunch Time brought to you by Crunch Fitness. Memberships as low as $9.99 per month. Multiple locations, online, crunch.com. We have a loaded final hour, some audio from the Super Bowl. Hour three, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.